0: Okay, guys, let me do a quick recap, and then we'll go straight into the next trip. Um, So to start off, you know, I I took a few... I had a few trips that were very light were very fun. And and then uh, eventually I had kind of the one that kind of like broke through. The one where I kind of experienced death. I did that with my girlfriend. We kind of experienced growing old, dying, and getting caught in time, which is... um, which is an important part of going through this, uh, this I don't know, this um, <laughs> psychedelic journey. This hero's journey, I guess, version of the, of the psychedelic journey anyways. And then, um, and then I started uh, trying to figure out more about what I was doing. And I uh, found, found out about the importance of, um, of music. And that was the, the last two, two trips that I covered really. The importance of uh, music and the different types of uh, the psilocybin mushrooms that I was using. Um, At this point in time, in in the in the chronological order, I was still only taking. um, I I still only had the three types: the Golden Teachers, B pluses, and um, Treasure Coast. And so, um, so on this one, this is um, this is my B plus. This is probably my first heroic dose. I'm guessing. Um, I don't remember exactly how much I took, but it was probably my first heroic dose. It's also probably the first time where I actually closed my eyes for pretty much 90% of the trip. Um, I had slowly, you know, I hadn't been closing my eyes on the majority of my trips and then slowly I started closing my eyes more and more, you know, and I closed my eyes for about half an hour at a time. And, you know, so finally this is the one where I kind of like sat down, laid down on my little... Um, couch in my trip room, and um, and actually closed my eyes for the whole night. Uh, my girlfriend wasn't there with me. My girlfriend w- had probably done another trip with me in between, like the Blade Runner Blues trip, and then and this trip. There was probably one in between, if I had to guess. And it was probably one where the girl just kind of sat with me on the couch, and I just kind of laid on her lap. I would guess. Um, that seems right. Uh, let's see. So this one's this one. I I call it my <laughs> my B plus space uh kind of space trip. Um so I had I had gone back to the the spacey kind of music, the little more instrumental um I don't know, some people might call it like Psy trance or something like that. So one of those types of music, one of those electronica types of music, you know. Not house, but a little bit more uh instrumental. So anyways, um So the girlfriend wasn't with me on this one. She actually had, um, she was whatever, just spending the night at her own house, and uh, that that's important later on. But I remember curling up with my blanket and everything like that. I still have, you know, I still use that dang tiger blanket to this day. But I um, curled up with my little tiger blanket and I and I shut my eyes and um, colors came on a little. little slow if i remember correctly and as they started coming on the colors were kind of shifting into more recognizable things i started seeing like stars i started seeing like nebulas like like gas nebulas and i started seeing a lot of like you know space dust clouds and particles and things like that, and, um, and that's how I'm, as I was laying there, I was slowly losing feeling of my whole body, <clears throat> and it got to the point where, you know, I no longer felt my body at all, my eyes were closed, and I'm leaning back, and I'm just, uh, just basically flying through space, <laughs> it was really, really interesting, it was, um, it was, the sense of time, uh, didn't stop, though. I wasn't frozen in time like I was on the on the Golden Teachers uh, when I had my little, um, like, uh, getting growing old with the girlfriend. So this one was much more uh, synced with time. Uh, the trip really, it lasted four hours, and it felt like it lasted four hours. It didn't feel like it was much longer than that. But, um, you know, I'm just... The music, uh, at one point in time, I almost think I forgot. Completely lost hearing of the music I, I was so into the whole flying around the universe type stuff and like as I'm flying around and' I'm, I'm looking at these space clouds and everything um, I was actually I was thinking of my girlfriend because she wasn't there with me and I was like oh man I'd love to love to be telling the girl about this because one of the things I do on my trips with when the girls with me is I'm I often describe what I'm seeing or I describe what I'm feeling or what's going on because she doesn't always... She doesn't get the same visuals that I get, um, necessarily. And so, usually I like to describe it to her. I like to get it out, you know? Like, it's one of the things I like to do on my trips is... And I think it's kind of important um, for me to, like, be talking about what's actually going on um, with it helping... It helps also with me remembering them, you know? The ones that I don't remember as well are usually ones where I wasn't, um, where I wasn't speaking it out loud, where I was just kind of by myself or in my own mind or something like that. Whereas when I'm with the girl, the trips are a little bit more memorable because I can speak to her and those those words kind of hit into your memory a little harder. So, um, anyways, I was I was flying around in space on this trip and. I remember thinking about my girlfriend and everything like that, and so I uh, I started to see like a purple aura. And um, every time I'm on the mushrooms and I and I think I can see an aura, which you know I don't I don't necessarily know if I believe in any of that kind of stuff, uh, auras or whatnot. But but if if my girlfriend did have an aura, it would definitely be purple because that seems to be the color. I seem to associate with her when I'm on the mushrooms, so I'll be sitting there laying there and I'll, or I was sitting there laying there, I'm sorry, flying through space, and I was thinking about her, and I started to see this purple aura, and it formed in a, in like a giant, you know, nebula out there amongst the stars, and just starts forming, it kind of formed a little bit to my, uh, formed a little bit to my left and I had to like look at it for a minute and, and as I was looking at it, I could actually see my girlfriend sleeping. <laughs> it was wild. Um, I could see her, her face and her, and her body and, and, and it kind of it like she would form in the cloud and then she would kind of like disappear and then all of a sudden I, like, I went into the purple cloud and then I could kind of see her face from different angles at the same time. I could see like four of her faces. Um, so this was really interesting. Because what ended up happening on this trip is... Um, oh, oh, after that, I, I just flew around a lot more. Just just was just flying around space. Um, you know, just listening to the music and everything like that. I'm pretty sure I got up at one point in time, went pee, and when I came back, you know, I changed changed music, but I just continued to fly around space when I closed my eyes again. Um, but um, at the end of the trip, what was really interesting is um, the girlfriend ended up waking up, and this is like the middle of the night. This is like 3 a.m., 4 a.m., something like that. You know, I I, I probably took the... If I had to guess, I'd say I probably took the them about 11, 10 or 11, something like that. So... At the end of the trip, um, <laughs> she ended up waking up and we ended up texting each other. I don't remember who texted who first or something like that. It might have been me that texted her first, just saying, like, I love you or something like that, you know, before going to bed. And uh, and she texted me back and we sit there and, you know, <laughs> I told her I had seen her or, her or something like that. Uh yeah, quite, quite fascinating. So, um just another—it's just another key, I guess, to the puzzle that like what's going on is a little bit more than just uh, than just in your head. So interestingly enough, um, I just watched a, a video on a guy who had psychosis after his first DMT trip. That was interesting, and a lot of the things that he experienced on the psychosis was very similar to what. Um, like some of the themes of the of the trips I've had and so kind of stuck contemplating a few of those things you know it's really hard to determine you know like you know is a person these people that see all these things um you know are they are they delusional you know or are we actually seeing something I don't know the thing is, is a lot of people seem to see see the same things. So this is about to get into a huge philosophical um, thing right here. So um, let me take a quick break, um, do a sponsor, and then uh, we'll come on back. So I had mentioned in my um, in my first um, episode that I, I was a I was a police officer, and um, after taking the uh, mushrooms i um I left the police force uh, fairly fairly quickly. It was actually probably around the time of um, my sixth trip um, so it was about that time it was about when I left the police force. I probably left the police force probably like a maybe a week or two before that um, so it's 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 interesting to th- to think about you know how far i've come from there and everything and and, and basically coming up on my next two trips which i'm going to make on the next episode not this episode is 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 basically i i, I went into the whole uh the abyss the hell <laughs> the, the incredible Emotional states, you know, that uh, that it takes to kind of break through to get through the um, the next part of the hero's journey, I guess you you could say. Um, but at this point in time, uh, if we're sticking to chronological order and everything like that, um, you know, my my whole experiences, I was I was still trying to grapple quite with what I had discovered and and in my head I was like you know I was I was still kind of thinking that these things were illusions or yeah hallucinations that's what that's what that's what the police call them the police call these things hallucinations and like I said I I just watched a, a video today on a, on a guy who had a psychotic break or he called it a psychotic break but then so i sit there and i kind of compare it to my own um trips and i sit there and i say no you didn't have a psychotic break you were you had fought against the dmt and and he, he had taken dmt he i was thinking he had fought against the dmt and so that message that it was trying to get across he had kind of um he didn't go through it properly it's like when you when you do these things, when you when you go through the process of, of actually, you know, taking a, a psychedelic, it's it's almost like you have to well, you have to be in the right state of mind. That's obvious. You also have to. You also like have to treat it with respect and everything. And and that's something that I'll eventually I'll get into and in, into like the really later trip. My last trip with the girl was absolutely incredible. Um like I've had so, so many that were incredible. It's just so hard to like go through all of them. Um it's hard to it's hard to realize, you know, it's like when you, when you on some of the trips when you arrive in the same place that you've been for before on another trip it makes you feel like the place is a is a solid and real location you know and see i sit there one of the guys i i watched a video on recently he he's one of those guys that takes like massive doses of um of psilocybin I'm, we're talking like 21 30 plus grams you know 21 or plus or 30 plus grams and um that's insane um I couldn't even imagine taking you know 20 grams of mushrooms I don't even think I could actually stomach them you know when I uh, it, that's a funny thing that's what started happening around the, around this time I guess with the, with this um this report I just told you um you start getting the taste of mushrooms in your mouth it's a very strange thing it's, an, it's incredibly strange, but, but when you know it's time to take the mushrooms again, for some reason, you'll have the taste in your mouth. Or when you sit there and you think about it, like I'll, I'll be thinking, oh, you know, I'll probably trip on Friday or whatever. I, I say in my head, and it's like the day before, I'll start to, I'll start to taste mushrooms in my mouth. It's a, it's a very unpleasant taste. I don't know if if, if anybody's listening hasn't taken um, psilocybin um, mushrooms. They are, and every time that I took them, and it still continues this day, every time is the worst, or it's the worst that they've ever tasted, which is really really weird. Because it's like when I first took them, I thought, oh, they don't taste that bad, you know. It's like I was surprised. They almost tasted like. A, I think I, I I made the analogy that they were like potato chips, and then, and even on that sixth trip, you know, they still just kind of like I was, it was still pretty easy for me just to eat them, and um, I tried all sorts of things too. I tried doing, I tried doing teas, I tried grinding up the psilocybin and then putting it into a tea, and then drinking it. Um, I tried eating fresh ones, uh, that didn't work out so well. I didn't get very high on those ones. Uh, mostly, I guess, I had mismeasured mis- it um, because the the wet ones are, uh, you know, the fresh fresh mushrooms. They're, it's a little hard to judge their weight and, as in comparison to when they're dry. When they're dry, it's real easy to know how much you're taking usually. Um, although some of my mushrooms do have um, less psilocybin in them, clearly. Um, I have had a few trips where I had taken like 5 grams, and I felt like I had only taken like 2 or 3, um, and I can usually easily tell the difference, um, but then I've had a few times where I took like 3.5, and I basically felt like I was on 5 grams, and so it's uh, it's one of those things that's not completely reliable, but uh, I've gotten better at uh, at getting getting the good mushrooms <laughs> it really helps depending on um on what strain you get those um those coast ones the the india ones those are really really strong 3.5 of that is is enough to knock most people probably on their butt um uh i don't even know if i've done five grams on those yet no, i must have that must have been a, a certain trip i was thinking of but anyways so one of the things I'm trying to grapple with here, and this is the whole point of the podcast, this one's a little rambly, I'm sorry, this one's kind of me just messing around with some thoughts, because I don't, uh, I'm trying to figure out what's going on, <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm trying to figure out if the mushrooms, you know, are, are, they, are they really taking us maybe to, like, the astral realm, the... You know what would the the Vikings would have called it Asgard or what did I I don't know I think the Buddhists call it like Arupa Jahana or something like that that's what they call it um I don't know the Greek would have just called it Mount Olympus or something although Mount Olympus was also a a physical location um, like the Native Americans, uh, in the Southwest, they called it like the House of Stone and Light, and also referred to the Grand Canyon, that's what they call the Grand Canyon as well. Um, a lot of the shamans in the old days, they called it the Tree of Life. So all these things are like, it's like they're in our history, you know? And I'm pretty sure it makes sense that, that basically everybody was on psychedelics. You know, and that's how they got to these locations and these states of mind um, i don't I don't know it's it's like uh you know I compare it to Moses on the on the mountain talking to the burning bush when you're when you're in that realm when you're when you're on the mushrooms and if you have a a mystical experience. See, that's another thing too right there. That's a good point. Um you can be high on the mushrooms and not have a mystical experience. I've done that before. And it it's not a f- it's not a fun thing. Cuz I don't I personally don't like getting high. I don't like the feeling. That's why I never really liked smoking pot, you know. Um well I, I didn't even I never even took pot until like after I took mushrooms, but um I tried it after And, um, and now the only way I use, um, THC is to enhance a psychedelic trip. I I don't like, I don't like feeling high. I don't like feeling drunk. Um, so what I do when I'm on a trip is I'm trying to have that mystical experience. I work really hard, especially with the girlfriend to, to try to make sure that we actually have a mystical experience. And that's part of me setting up my trip room and everything. Like on that uh, last podcast where I, you know, I kind of explained how to set up a, a trip room and everything like that. And also a trip ceremony. That's another um, little bonus episode I want to make. Um, but if you have an appropriate room, you have an appropriate setting, you have an appropriate, um, like, I don't know, just c- ceremony. A ceremony doesn't have to be like, um, like very like it doesn't have to be ritualistic in any way it doesn't have to be like dogmatic either just just do kind of the same thing to get the same results and and it seems to work out for me now i I've, I've gotten much better at it so i don't have those um non mystical experiences anymore but but uh when you have the mystical experience it's it's like being transported into you know another realm, and I think that's what that B plus was. That B plus to bring it back to the, the beginning here, the trip report. You know that's what that B plus space was. I had uh, I had kind of entered into the astral plane, and I was kind of flying through space. Uh, and and you know these the, the things I was seeing probably weren't. They could have been real places, but then then again they could could not have been. They could have just been. You know, um, I don't know, just something else, but I'm not for sure. But the point, the point is, though, is that uh, is that uh, I definitely sometimes when I'm on the mushrooms, I'm definitely leaving my body. My soul is leaving my body, and that's something I had in these. If once again staying in chronological order, I hadn't realized that yet. I hadn't realized that that my My soul was leaving my body and I hadn't discovered my true self yet either, even though that was probably my true self flying around in that B plus space. What happens later in the trips uh, after I'm done with my um, my bad trips, right? Basically, the next next two trips are going to or next couple trips are going to be bad trips. And then what happens is after that, all of a sudden I discover my true self. And, uh, the true self is the thing that comes out now whenever I trip. Um, and it's much, I don't know. The true self is like me untethered. It's like I can think like incredibly clear when I'm in that state and I can use my brain in a much more linear fashion than, um, than I can like right now, you know. Like I'm, my. If you listen to this podcast, it, it sounds a little, a little scattered. I kind of jump around subjects a little bit, a little bit too much, and and that's just me, um, like here as I am normally. But when I'm out there flying around in the astral realm, when I'm on the other side and I'm having the mystical experience somehow everything is like sharpened and in line you know your body is not holding back your soul you know and so your soul the true you comes out and is able to do things like um like like see my girlfriend's aura I guess you know once again if you believe in stuff like that I'm I'm not really for sure about that one I just if she did have an aura I would say it would it was purple that's that's what I'm saying there on that so, anyways, <laughs> interesting stuff. This is, I'm sorry. This one's just a little bit more scatterbrain. The thing is, is basically me and the girlfriend had a trip on on Friday, two, well, uh, three days, days. Monday, we had a we had a trip, uh, and it was um. It was a pretty powerful trip. It was one of the most powerful trips I, I'd had. Um, not the most powerful but uh it was a it was a big one of realization and everything and 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 it helped form back the whole fact that all these are archetypical all these trips right and i'm, I'm telling you like you know so the next the next ones to to lay this out for you guys and, and we can get to them later is so the next one is a series of bad trips and then once i get over the bad trips Then I'm going through a thing where I'm... Like, trying to have a spiritual awakening, right? A realization. And then... You know, I share a little bit of that... With... uh, You know, I share a little bit of that with my girlfriend. I end up sharing it with my sister as well. Although not much comes of that. But, uh, And then... Then I go on these, like... Serious... Like hard um, what would you call them just like trips where I'm resetting myself you know it's it's like a series of trips where I reset everything and so that way I can you know connect to that real me that's where the real me is kind of like more so formed and realized now once that happens then I have series of trips where it's, it's like connections to the divine, you know, they're very, um, very, very spiritual, very Christian, um, you know, lots of contemplations on, like, Jesus, and, and, like, the God of the Bible, and everything like that, you know, the, um, and, uh, then about that time also is and and then right after I have those, I have that one I, I've mentioned a couple times where I got high and I didn't have the mystical experience and it was a great realization for me um, you know that that the mysticism doesn't always come and that you got to do things right and you got to be in the right mindset and you got to take it with respect in order to get um, the mystical experience. Um, And then the series of of trips to follow that, which are my latest trips, um, they're all just more and more divine. They're just all like these incredible, just like eye-opening revelation type stuff. I mean, well, not revelation type stuff. I should should more say... um, I don't know. Just transcendent. They're tra- they were transcendent type, um, transcendent type trips. So, so I don't know. I mean, I mean that's the outline, you know. I mean, I'm gonna go into more detail on on them the best I can, and everything, and probably continue along with these lines of wondering exactly what's going on. Um, I've also been um. For anybody that's uh, interested, I've been active on um, the Quentin experience on his uh, Discord page. So if you guys want to hop on there, there's a lot of people that um, take psychedelics. Not all of them have a very good or healthy outlook on what the psychedelics are doing. And I think one of the reasons that I was kind of able to so easily form like a I guess a a true self or something like that the, the way I was able to form it and I'm able to get back to it so quickly now is I think it has to do with the the Christian values and everything like that basically I, oh this is going to be one here we go um so my theory is basically is is the is what the psilocybin's do is is they is they, they basically let you experience death, right? The separation of your soul from your body. And, um, and what the Bible does is the Bible's teaching people how, when they die, how it's going to be, right? How, um, and this is all like, you know, in, you know, in the teachings of the text and it's not, it's not necessarily direct or anything like that, but, but basically, you know, it's teaching you, okay, if you do the right things when you die and you go to that other side and your soul is separated from your body, right, that's uh, that's the way to, to make it. That's the way to make it on the other side. Because, cause like I said, I'm going to get into these um, these bad trips. And so when you die, you could have a bad trip. You know, you could sit there and get caught up in your own hell or whatever you sit there and and you dwell on your sins or you or you are lustful or greedy or something like that right so when you die you go to hell the hell is is something you create it's you being like unwilling to let go of like this world and the body you know so if you're lustful you know you you don't want to let go of that. If you're greedy, you don't want to let go of, of the money or whatever. You don't want to let go of your riches or, you know, or, or you, or if you, or if you're an angry person, you can't let go of that anger. Or if you're, um, you know, a frust- frustration, if you have frustration, you can't let go of that frustration, resentment, things like that. And that's what the Bible's teaching, right? Is it's teaching, forgive, you know, you forgiveness, like part of, part of the Bible, you know, is, is being able to forgive yourself, too, you know, um, and that's uh, that's usually, like, through Jesus, you know, you got to, go, like, go through Jesus to get forgiveness, and so then once you got that, you can forgive yourself, and then you can let go of that stuff, and so what you can do on the mushrooms is the mushrooms are a much lighter version, obviously, of real death, because you're not really dying, you got to come back in four hours and everything, and then you forget everything that happened, and so what the mushrooms are doing is you're basically doing the same thing. You're, you're, you're experiencing all of it. You're experiencing your death, you know, and then your separation of your body from your soul. And that's where we're at in the trip, right? So I'd already suffered the death with my girlfriend. And now, now I was feeling the separation of my body and my soul. And so then in the next trips, what ends up happening is I end up holding on that resentment, the anger, the whatever else I was holding on to at the time. And so, and then you got to let go of that. And then if you let go of that, you can form your new body, your true self, your one. And then, um, yeah, and then you can experience the divine, experience God, so... I don't know. I, I, I you know, I'm giving a preview of the future and everything like that, and I think everything's gonna mirror this. These thoughts, you know, that's why um, that's why I think they're archetypical, and that's why I think they work. I think that's what I did, but I'm not for sure. Once again, I could be delusional, and that's another part of making these um, podcasts. Is I got to see and I got to work out in my mind and speaking and see. Am I just crazy is it all in my mind. Am I just making something up over my head? You know what I mean? And, um, I don't know. A lot of the evidence points to no, like I said, because other people see the same things and experience the same things there. And when me and the girlfriend are both there, when she's tripping and I'm tripping and we're together, we sense and feel and see the same things. So... That's another thing that lends it to not being just in my mind. Um, they talk about there's a lot of people on you know on that Quentin experiment. There's a lot of people that talk about being able to read each other's minds, being able to communicate with each other, being able to see through each other's eyes, things like that. That would indicate that, you know, their souls are somehow, you know, intertwined or being mixed up or whatever, or something like that, you know in the bodies so people say seeing you know people see entities especially on dmt obviously but you can see them on mushrooms too and i believe i got to the same place on mushrooms that anybody else can get on dmt i believe you can also do it on mushrooms um and that seems like uh like uh those guys that take you know 20 plus grams 30 plus grams that seems like what they do is it seems like they go more so to that dmt realm you know it's a little little um a little further than um where i like to be i do like to be kind of grounded on my trips too like it's like you know i can i can i'm in the other realm but my i'm still in control of my body or i can come back and like control my body enough to where it's not just uh, not just a hunk on the floor or something like that or just completely, you know, paralyzed or anything, which I have experienced as well. <laughs> so <laughs> anyways. Oh man, this is uh, sorry, this is like a really rambly last you know last couple fifteen minutes here. Um yeah. Continue to upload these up on YouTube. Um if you're listening on YouTube, like, comment, subscribe. Thanks very much. Appreciate it. Um, anything to help out the algorithm. I'm actually surprised at how many views I have, uh, or how many listens I have on the dang podcast. Um, I'm also surprised at where some of them are coming from. We've got quite a few international listeners, which is pretty cool. Um, so thanks all, to all y'all who are listening and everything. And uh, So that'll be this one. Sorry this one was rambly um yeah i'll try to find a way to make them a little more solid i might have to do more than like one or two trips in a um in a uh, podcast here instead of just doing one like that i just tried to do that one so i'll try to get a i'll try to get several out on the next one then so all right thanks guys